Hi, and welcome to The Charlotte Show. This is a podcast about everything from mindfulness to lipstick. It's about creating a better you, and it's about playing full out. There's always time for fabulously random musings in your life about how to lead a focused life, and it's designed to make you smarter in 20 minutes or less. I'm your host, Charlotte Millington, and I'm really grateful you tuned in today. So for the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to go on a fun little journey into the world of really interesting excellence. So this is the first episode of 2018, and we're talking today about a really interesting concept called the reality distortion field. This is a concept that I've been increasingly fascinated by. Um, I was introduced to it recently when I watched the Steve Jobs movie. So it's a it's a Steve's job Steve Jobs ism. It's a concept that was actually originally introduced by Star Trek. I mean, you know, like many great concepts. Uh, but it was picked up by Apple to describe the way that Steve Jobs could really redefine a reality based on nothing more than his drive, his charisma, and his vision. Now, what's fascinating about this is that if you watch the Steve Jobs movie, he has none of those things. He, well, he has vision, but he doesn't have charisma. He has drive, actually has drive, but his charisma. Let's talk about his charisma. His charisma in the movie is portrayed as being really kind of obnoxious. But the the concept of this whole reality distortion field, it appeals to me really greatly. And it really, as soon as I heard it, I thought, okay, hang on here. You mean to tell me that there's a name for this thing where I create my own reality and then sort of willfully exist, insist it already exists? So I'm in. Okay, this, this totally, this cools me up because I'm into this kind of thing. And the truth is that I already do this to a very large degree. And, and the other truth is that so does kind of everybody else. So the real issue isn't, do I create my own reality? But really the issue is, what kind of reality am I creating right now? You know what I mean? This goes well beyond the glass half full and the glass half, half empty concept. It really goes to people who can't look past the glass to see um, what the glass is full of. Now, you know what I mean on this? Like there are people who have chip jam jars in their, in their cupboard because that's what they have. And if you filled it with Prosecco, it's still a chip jam jar to some people. To other people, it's filled with Prosecco. For other people, they have crystal goblets. And in fact, in our house, we have crystal goblets. They've been sitting on a shelf for about 10 years because they're the good goblets, so we don't use those. And they, I don't even know where they came from. I think they might be from my husband's first marriage, which changes nothing. They're still the good crystal goblets, but nobody uses them. And the reality is, it doesn't matter to us if they're filled with water or blue Kool-Aid, or Prosecco, they're the good goblets, and that's what we have, and we don't use those because they're too special. But at the end of the day, it really matters not what you have as a, as a, as a glass, but what matters is if you see it half full or half empty. So really, okay, I'm kind of getting off track here a little bit. Um, back to the reality distortion field. So now within the context of the RDF belief system, RDF being the inward for, for the reality distortion field, it really doesn't matter if you've got a chip jam jar or a crystal goblet. What counts is that you have the power to make it into anything you want. And with the right marketing, it becomes something that others will covet as well. So if you don't believe me, ask yourself how burlap became a decorative item. Burlap is the least decorative utility fabric of the entire world, and we use it on the farm. When it's used on the farm, it's used for gross things. So it's not used for decoration. It's used for hauling bags of horse poop from the horse poop pile over to the garden so you can fertilize the garden. 
But then somebody discovered that if you cut into little tiny squares and you set it under a jam jar that's tied with a piece of ribbon, as long as that setting looks reasonably urban and there's no horse poop in the backyard, then it becomes folksy and it becomes coveted. And really, as long as we tacitly agree not to ask if it came from the urban chic store, which means it's new, or if it came from your grandma's farm, which means that it was used for hauling horse poop, then we can all agree that what we need is more burlap in our place settings. Okay, so here's where it gets good. By agreeing that urban chic means quality and not horse poop, then burlap becomes agreeably more expensive and more organic. And and when it becomes expensive, it means it becomes a lot more expensive. So now if you were to go over to your, the, the local farmer's mercantile, you would find that burlap is sold by, by huge, huge uh, bags of it for very, very cheaply. But if you were to go to one of those overpriced urban chic stores, you can buy tiny little squares for about twice the price and they're not hemmed because it's burlap. You can't hem burlap. So Steve Jobs had this down pat. He managed to create devices like a computer, an iPad, an iPhone that are compatible with kind of nothing and require proprietary everything and cost astronomically more than anything else. And then he convinced us that we needed them. And then because he convinced us we needed them, we bought them. And you know, just so you know, even as you're listening to this, um, I typed up the script on a pod on a MacBook Air and I edited it on my iPad. And I have, um, I have tons of, I have three iPhones. I carry three iPhones for different jobs that I hold. I I look like a drug dealer, by the way, but that's not the point. Um, What the point is, is that any one of these devices actually costs twice the amount of the HP laptop that I use for work. And yet here I am opting for the overpriced style because in the RDF belief system, I fall for it hook, line and sinker. And, And truly I'm one Pinterest pin away from some DIY burlap placemats. So off we go, and we're armed with credit cards, and we want to go buy MacBooks that are disdainfully compatible with thumb drives and mice that we can't live without when we use our HP. We leave the store armed with a sleek box and a credit card that's in shock over what you've done, but you need to keep that credit card handy because you're going to need to use it again. Everyone knows that sleeker is better. So is newer, by the way. It's a lot better. But I mean, really, who needs all those USB ports when we can do things that need a mouse and a thumb drive? Certainly not me. I'm far too trendy to admit that I might occasionally need to use a USB stick to back up my files. I mean, pshaw, unplug that unappealing Hello Kitty thumb drive. We have iCloud accounts for $4.95 a month. Instead of a zillion gigs of space on the thumb drive we bought from the bucket on the Staples counter for a one-time purchase of $6.95, we like Sleeker. So RDF, as it turns out, can be kind of expensive because it's somebody else's reality. But as long as the end result is that I am dancing at Steve Jobs' reality distortion field, it doesn't really matter because he has a great vision. But, you know, as an added bonus, I look good when I'm in Starbucks, and that counts for a lot. Assuming that you can afford Starbucks after buying your replacement lightning cable, right? So here's the question for you. What kind of reality have you created? Because remember, that's what sparked all of this. Have you created a reality where sleeker tighter, trimmer, and more expensive is better? Or is your reality based on the real world? A couple of years ago, a friend of mine, Jonathan, he said, I believe in dreaming as long as those dreams are realistic. So this brings us to the whole RDF concepts. You can have a realistic view of the world and probably you can lead a reasonably good life. A lot of people do, and they're really what we call the fabric of our society. But if you're like me, you aren't satisfied with reality. You like dreams. Okay, no, you love dreams. And your reality is whatever vibrant shades of dreams you have painted it to be. 
So in my mind, you can be a Steve Jobs or you can be a realist. And we need both. But if you are destined for greatness, you don't have time to hold back. You have some growth to do and you need to get on it now. So here's my suggestion. Create your own reality distortion field. Be the maverick. Be the game changer. And once you can see it clearly so that it begins to look real, it's time to bring others into your dream. That's it. Good luck. And I believe in you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of The Charlotte Show. If you liked what you heard and you want more, you can visit me at my website, charmillington.com. So that's it for today, but join me next week when I'm back. And by the way, I'm always looking for interesting ideas and inspiring guests. So if you know someone or you have an idea, make sure you drop me a line. You can just say hi, give me a, a like, or give me your great ideas. So visit me at my website. That website again is www.charmillington.com. Thanks a lot for listening. 